Hello and welcome to another episode with that babe behind the mic podcast. Yes, I hope you've had a wonderful week. So today's topic it's a it's a bit of a sensitive one for some people, and it's not one in should I say almost in a way people are almost not comfortable talking about it, but then it is happening, and the topic is about toxic workplaces, basically dealing with toxic workplaces. So. I would say I have a very good fair share of experience of what it's like to work in a toxic workplace. And it's very different when that toxic workplace is not only in Nigeria, but also in Lagos. Yes, the one place where the hustle and bustle never stops. So I had like a recent encounter and so I say I kind of got the last, like the last straw on it. And I was like, nope, this I am not going to just breathe and move on or just turn a blind eye or just let it go. I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. It's good to play nice, but sometimes it's good to play dirty or else you're you're just going to just be the one losing and losing all the way to the end. So, yeah. And given the fact that, like, this is a podcast about adulting, I feel it wouldn't be fair if I don't, like, talk or share about, share this with like you guys and then hopefully I help someone out there who's sitting in a very toxic environment to kind of make a final decision to do something about it because just sitting there and ignoring it is not going to make it go away. So first off, a lot of people be like, yeah, just quit and get another job. Yeah, but then I feel like, especially here in Nigeria, it's not that easy to know the good and bad of most companies before you get in. Many a times is after you've gotten in, settled in, arrange your decks and be like, yes, this is my corner of the office or whatever. And then you start to realize that, okay, well, it wasn't the fairy tale picture they were painting for you when you were when you were making all your negotiations and interview process and whatnot, whatnot. So rather than just a uh, job hopping it's, it's sometimes it's good to like try some things and then when you've quit from the place you know okay I did my best and now I'm done and uh what's the other thing I was going to say now the I think one of the key things is when you to for you to notice okay the your workplace is kind of getting toxic for you is when you see every time someone asks you oh how is work or there's like a it's space for you to talk about work all you do is complain and complain and complain that's a hint already some people think toxic it has to get to the point of where it's like oh i don't get salary increase or oh i work very late hours it's like the most simplest of simplest things that you just ignore that that's what like gives you the sign like just little things like as as much as i'm saying little it's still it's a big deal but <laughs> this company, they look at them as little, like tribalistic behavior, which is like the discrimination or racist behavior of like Western countries and the rest. But here is like the tribalistic behavior because you're not a certain tribe. You're not treated in a certain way because the owner is a certain tribe. It's a very funny dynamics or just... uh when you see like there's no room for you to air like certain complaints or things like that that you don't sit comfortably with 
in the workplace or the fact that you walk into the building and you just feel like you just hate everything about it you're in a toxic environment my dear so don't wait till when it gets like really extreme before you be like oh yes I'm in a toxic environment, so what do I do next? Because many times, by the time when you're getting to that point, it's really, shall I say, I, I, I don't even know the word to put on it, per se. And especially now when um, mental health is like a very big topic, you know, everyone's screaming, oh, mental health, speak up, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. And the most annoying thing is that most of these owners, you see them, this uh, employers or something, you see them in many of all these funny forums and things like that. And it's like, in your own corner, like they say, charity begins at home. In your own corner, what avenue have you made to protect the mental health of your staff? You just, all you own is that, ah, they're just here to cash you money, cashing money for you. And then when you get home or outside my building, my defense of the, the building or whatever it is, you can go and do your mental head awareness. But then you're outside there blowing trumpet, share, speak up, da 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 da. And that's why if you listen to the episode before this one where I said your prince isn't coming, you have to speak up for yourself. It's kind of linked to this episode as well. And then also another thing is if you're a female, it's it's just worse because not to go like um downhill or whatever but you know especially as females you have a lot of emotions to deal with and then the one place you're going into cashing your check is trying to add more emotion emotional drama to the to your whole life setting and stuff like that so at least i've kind of from the top of my head put out like a couple of things that i've used to cope when uh, you're in a toxic environment and hopefully this helps. So the first thing off is turn off all notifications uh, on your phone devices. One thing I've noticed is this is, I don't know, when you're getting to that, like you literally mentally can't take a lot of things that is happening around you. That constant notification pump it just, it has that way of really affecting your mood of where you're chilling somewhere, especially if it's a weekend and let's say one email pops up or one unnecessary WhatsApp message comes up from a WhatsApp group and it can just down your mood. But then if you turn off your notification, this is part of where like they don't respect uh, work-life balance and rest and they just feel like they can reach it to you every hour of the day. Despite the fact that they signed a contract with you that your your hour ends by um, five or four in the evening and stuff like that, but they want to chat it till midnight, turn off that notification because that way you're only seeing the things to disrupt your mood when, like, for you to have click the uh, maybe email app or whatever it is, you have prepared yourself that okay, let me see what's happening. Then it just coming and like. Uh, a car crash that just come and hit people off the road. Mm-mm. So turn off the notification um, and then put your phone, your work phone on vibration over the weekend. Though. Like that way it doesn't have that impromptu ring tune that just, I don't know. It's uh, Apply it and then I'm sure you can relate to what I'm trying to say. The other thing is try and draw a good line between work and personal 
if there's anything I've been I'm noticing, especially like most of this toxic environment, they tend to have I don't know if I should say useless HR, I don't know if that's going too far, but many of these people that claim they're HR personals without any formal training of what it means to be called the HR personnel. And they tend to just want to bridge beyond what it is you can offer them in workplace and personal. Like you don't you don't go and be asking somebody things about oh where they were when you were calling them over the weekend. Hello, like it's weekend, it's not working hours. You have no right to do that. So it's to draw all those lines early enough to avoid all those things. The second one is when you see like you're trying to do this because a lot of them like to do this whole oh we're not we're not sure you're working well enough so maybe that's why we're not increasing your pay or that's why we're giving you shitty appraisals and all those kind of things so they want to do this mental game of where the people who don't get it they then start doing unnecessary work that is not your job description and let me tell you something whether you do that or you don't do that they're still going to be the same. They're still going to find something to pick and make you look like reduce, make you feel like start questioning your words. But then I want you to remind yourself that your word was worth enough that they gave you an offer later in the first place. If you were that worthless, they wouldn't hire you in the first place. So don't fall for it. So just stick to what, especially when you've noticed that, okay, fine. Of course, there's sometimes you want to put in the work and be like, oh yeah, I'm bringing value to the table. But when you see that there's literally no return, there's no return in all that value you've pumped in, put match, like step on the brakes and then just stick to your job description. Because that way, even if anyone comes for you, you're going to be like, well, I've put in the work here and there was no return. And therefore, I decided to stick to what I am being hired to do and bring in value there and nowhere else because there's no return when I put in the work. So why there's nothing to encourage me to like really put in more work. And that's why I decided to stick to you know, just give it some like political response per se, because here in this part of the world, like you have to be very political in many of all your dealings. If not, they would just use your words against you despite the fact that like they asked you the question in the first place. The other thing is, um, so when you've put in all of all this, you've drawn all the lines, you've uh, tried to like restrict anything that just bumps from nowhere and try and like snap up your mood, get you back into all this. Uh, it, it can be really draining. It's so draining that like there was a time I was walking somewhere and I started losing weight. Like if, yeah, that's one of the hints too. If you're working in a toxic place and you're not aware yet. I started losing weight because this was supposed to be a weekday work. But then every time there would be, oh, there's this sudden, the sudden emergency became a routine where I had to now pop in every weekend. And I was like, no, this is no more work. This is modern slavery, which a lot of people do. And they don't understand that's what they're doing. So when it gets to that, like, it's really, really bad. And the fact that, like, in this country, despite all the many masterclasses and all the many stuff, and the fact that, like, labor law here is shit, even when, and it's shit, and then even us, the employers, sometimes, I feel like we don't even demand, like, the few ones that they've even set out in the uh, Labor Union Act, which I think I talked about in my episode of 
uh, employee benefits. Um, so you can listen to that episode and you can get a grip of some of the things that the labor union, the labor act actually states. And there you are entitled to get a notice if you're actually being let go. However, the current trend is you wake up because of some slight disagreement or um, you're not acting the way they would want you to act, even though it is many a times, sometimes illegal or it's just not within um, code work ethics and things like that. Therefore, you're a bad egg, you're a bad egg, you're not loyal, you're not this. And then the next thing someone is calling you or texting you and say, oh, your service is no longer needed. Def- despite the fact that even if you've even signed a contract that says they would give you a notice <clears throat> if they're letting you go, the same way you have to give them a notice if you're leaving as well. So all this is crazy. So if you've tried all these things I've said the next option before the final one would be to send a proper, like, take out your time. Oh, yes. Before I say this, let's, I, I kind of realized this a little bit too late because I, I went to this stage as well. When you're beginning to notice you're in this toxic environment, I want you to note all the incidents that is happening the times where the HR has gone out of the line, the time when your manager has behaved inappropriately, all those little, little incidents, note it down because you're going to need it for the next thing I'm going to say, which is write an employee grievance letter and send it to the highest level of management. Like, not even the, like, except where you see like the HR, like really can help out in your case but when you see the hr can help out in your case my dear go forward and drop this because at the point of where you get to this employment grievance data is either you're going to leave or something has to be done so at that point you li- you literally have nothing to lose like your mind is already out but then you're just giving them that one last chance to prove to you that okay uh, this is all just some misunderstanding or oh well i guess my decision was right after all so mark all those incidents because that is what you would use to prepare this later. And when I was preparing mine, uh, luckily there were some that like really, really pissed me off at the time when they were happening. And so it was not even, it's not something I want to forget. But then there were some of those juicy ones. I'm like, ah, if I had it in mind, it would have been really nice with this later and stuff. Luckily for mine though, I tend to have this employer who like good face more than the actual work that they have to do than to just be relying on good faith. So I kind of use that. That's one of the things when I was saying you have to be political in some of all these your actions and stuff. I used that when I was doing preparing my employee grievance later. Unfortunately, if you're unfortunate that your bosses are like total assholes and psychopaths, just still put it in because then, um, especially if it's a place you stayed for a while, and you need like recommendations or whatever it is, you can use that to make sure you give trip them to give you good recommendation if needed in another place. Like if you stay there for a long time and you're moving to somewhere else, as crazy as it is, or then they might need um, some uh, feedback or something from your previous employer. And rather than give them the pleasure of 
just drop your letter and go and be like, oh, she just left. You know, we just, we just, okay, wake up one morning and say she's not working anymore. That, in a way, we kind of almost assure that if there's a need for that, you've had that handled per se. And then, of course, if after this, there's no progress, there's no feedback, there's no um, turnaround or less tension. Uh, yeah, my dear, it's time to move on. Drop that later like it's hot and move. Because if you die, that money that you're going there, swallowing all this toxic bullshit, it won't matter anymore. It would not matter anymore. And it really affects some people, like their self-confidence is gone they believe in themselves is gone. They feel like they might not even be able to offer anything if they decide to quit and move on. It's a lot of struggle for you to pull yourself back to where you were before they started taking and draining you and just, oh my God, like it's, it's beyond something else. And I feel for you, whoever it is that's listening to this episode and is working in a toxic environment, Trust me, it's not the end of the world. If none of this works, something else will happen. Something else will pop up. Even if it means taking the lesser pay and then just being at peace. Like if you've even gotten there, you are really, you really need to step out of it. And just adulting is hard. Yes, you got bills to pay and you want to live your best life. As I always support, it's my motto. Um... But then again, it's who's alive that can do all of those things. So I hope this episode helps someone out there. And I didn't mean it to be this long. I wanted it to 10 minutes, but I have to put in all the nitty gritty deeds into it. So yeah, that's this episode. And yeah, thanks for listening. Share with a friend who you feel like is also having like, she's always talking to you like, oh my God, my workplace is this and my workplace is that. It could help her or him out. And yeah, the handle is still at that babe behind the mic podcast, underscore podcast. And you can leave me a voice note if you listen to this on Anchor. Leave me a comment if you listen to this on Spotify, Apple. It's available on all platforms. And I'll see you in the next episode. Till then, peace and love, I guess. (laughs) Bye.